This is a Suno India production and you're listening to Climate Emergency. If you ever visit a vegetable market late in the day, you will see mostly rotten vegetables and leftovers thrown around everywhere. Some of it is stored in cold rooms, but most of it unfortunately ends up in dump yards. But one such exception is the Boinpelli Market Yard in Hyderabad. It got mentioned in the Prime Minister Modi's Man Ki Baat recently. Hyderabad ke Boinpelli mein ek sthaniya sabji mandi kis tarah apne daitwa ko nibha rahi hai? Ye padkar bhi mujhe baat acha laga. In this episode, we talk to Shruti Ahuja. Director of Ahuja Engineering Services Private Limited from Hyderabad who has been instrumental in developing the biogas plant which helps in generating energy with this vegetable waste welcome shruti uh, rakesh i am shruti ahuja and i am the director of ahuja engineering services private limited from the pl- last 10 years or so that is from uh, 2010 11 uh, we started uh, venturing into the field of uh, renewable energy So I am a, uh, a graduate of electrical engineering, and uh, I also did my masters in electrical engineering from Sunny Buffalo. Um, so I returned to India with the idea of uh, doing something on my own, and I wasn't exactly interested in uh, continuing the electrical business. So I uh, did some research in the field of waste to energy um, for almost um, one and a half to two years. and uh, we initially we worked on uh, understanding problems that uh, are faced by the poultry industry in india specifically so that's where we uh, found that uh, there was a huge amount of wastage available that is poultry litter that is uh, nothing but the wastage of uh, birds and uh, there was there is and there was a huge uh, problem in getting this waste disposed of so that's how our journey of uh, waste to energy actually began as a company and uh, we uh, collaborated with the uh, csir institute iict which is called the indian institute of chemical technology it's based out of tarnaka in hyderabad so we got together with a, a chief scientist there his name is dr gangagini rao uh, he at that time was working on some cutting edge uh, uh, technology that was based on biogas and biomethanation uh, specifically for treating poultry litter and converting it into usable energy so we got together with them and um, being an engineering company and having a, a decent setup in terms of manpower and resources we thought you know why not uh, you know work on these technologies that are available that are indigenously made that are made in india and uh, why not try to work on them and build on them and scale them for industrial purposes so that's how we uh, uh, began and uh, we sort of uh, then tried to work on other substrates as well and slowly uh, went on to work on uh, vegetable waste and food waste um, as well nice i want to understand specifically about the boinpalli plant uh, that got mentioned uh, in the uh, man ki baat by prime minister modi recently right so i want to, uh, if you can give me the technical specifications of what it is how it is different i mean we have biogas plants for really long ages right how is this okay. different so uh, this plant at uh, boinpalli vegetable market yard is uh, set up at a scale of 10 tons per day that is we treat 10 tons of uh, vegetable waste on a daily basis 
and we convert it into uh, biogas and then the biogas is cleaned and that again is converted into power and uh, biofuel so um, this project uh, uh, first of all was uh, conceived in 2017 and uh, this was actually a research based project which was uh, floated by iict and ourselves uh, ahuja engineering services and we pitched this project to the department of biotechnology uh so department of biotechnology is at the center that is center of uh, uh, central government comes under the central government new delhi and uh, department of biotechnology was looking for some innovation and innovative solutions in the field of solid waste management so yes you have rightly said that biogas projects do exist in india uh, in fact gobar gas is a very old concept that has existed in india for a really long time in our villages um but uh, a lot of projects um, uh, have also happened let's say for using other substrates of animal waste um uh, and even um, uh, you know vegetable and food waste uh, for that matter but there have been some successes there have been some failures so our technology that is the iict technology uh, that has been taken up by us is different in many ways and that is exactly what we wanted to scale up and prove with the department of biotechnology being in the picture so first of all uh, in this entire process uh, the the heart of any biogas technology is an anaerobic digester uh, you know anaerobic digestion is a process of degrading waste in the absence of air and uh, these digesters are initially seeded with some microcultures and bacterial consortium which uh, uh, helps in the uh, degradation you know this is actually where the complete biochemical processes take place and the waste gets acted upon by the bacteria and biogas gets generated uh, in a nutshell i mean this is very broadly speaking so the design of these anaerobic digesters um, have been under work under process for a really long time and like i mentioned you know the gobar gas technologies have uh, uh, been around for a really long time but they are specifically for uh, substrates like gobar jo ki bolte hain hum uh, एक ऐसा गोबर होता है जो कि ऑलरेडी हमारे जो बफलोज और काउज हैं उनके पेट में खाना डाइजेस्ट होकर बाहर निकलता है सो हम अब देख रहे हैं ऑर्गेनिक इन नेचर लाइक वेजिटेबल वेस्ट और फूड वेस्ट और एग्रीकल्चर वेस्ट और एनी अदर टाइप ऑफ एनिमल वेस्ट फॉर दैट मैटर विच इज नॉट डिग्रेडेड येट इट इज ऑल इन इट्स यू नो ऑर्गेनिक फॉर्म एंड इट नीड्स टू बी नाउ वर्क अपॉन so the main uh, uh, you know the innovation here is the uh, design of the digester that is the first part in this di- design of the digester there are multiple um, you know innovations that have taken place because of which the biogas production is higher when compared to the conventional designs and the quality of biogas is also much better that is a biogas consists of methane and carbon dioxide so the biogas quality that we are getting with these technologies is um, uh, much better in terms of a higher methane content therefore we get a higher calorific value from this biogas um and other than uh, uh, the digester design there are also again a lot of different work that has been done from the engineering side as well uh, we have uh, worked on we have customized uh, a lot of our waste reduction units like shredders and grinders and pumping equipment as well specifically to to suit vegetable waste because vegetable waste tends to be very difficult sometimes it's it's very heterogeneous sometimes vegetable waste has uh, a lot of fiber in it sometimes it's it's a uh, big you know in terms of size in terms of uh, its uh, 
uh, you know the the matter itself tends to be uh, very different every day so we had to work on the entire engineering setup as well uh, in order to make sure that every day becomes um, easy in terms of processing this waste and uh, there are uh, uh, some more uh, challenges that we have in fact overcome things like you know our uh, parasitic load that is our biogas plant by itself does not consume a lot of energy a lot of projects that have happened in the past in, in biogas field have been very energy intensive you know so for example if we are generating energy out of waste um, you know if if we are expensive about it that is if we ourselves are utilizing a lot of uh, energy in running the biogas plant then the net energy is is becomes ex- extremely less so here with the from the engineering side you know we have tried to make our equipment very very efficient um so that we don't um, utilize too much energy but we should have a good net uh, balance of energy available so that you know projects become financially viable is there a ratio of it that you can say uh, like how much energy is consumed by the plant compared to how much it is generated oh yes absolutely so uh, like i mentioned this project is treating almost 10000 uh, kgs of uh, waste per day and uh, we are generating close to 400 to 500 electrical units every day uh, that is kwh 400 to 500 kwh per day and uh, in addition to this energy we are also dedicating uh, almost 60 to 70 cubic meter of biogas to the kitchen inside boinpalli so that's an extra uh, you know source of energy that we are uh, deriving and consuming at the uh, uh, vegetable market yard and in terms of Uh, energy utilization we are utilizing not more than 60 to 70 electrical units per day so it's uh, you know the net energy available for usage is is very high and uh, that's what makes the project uh, financially uh, viable yeah what is the return on the project like in terms of the investment that you would roi return on investment so there are uh, rakesh not a very simple uh, way to answer this because uh, the uh, calculation of waste management is done differently by different departments now for example this particular department of uh, uh, d- department of agriculture marketing which which is basically handling all vegetable mondays uh, and right to bazaars uh, they usually spend money on waste disposal so that's one cost that they were incurring initially here at boinpalli as well so they were uh, sending this waste so there is labor involved loading unloading and transportation involved in sending this waste out of the mandi and sending it to jawahar nagar which is our dump site hyderabad's dump site so that is one cost that they are saving um and uh, of course like i mentioned the power saving is also there they are saving close to 70% of their electrical consumption and about uh, 30 to 40 kgs of lpg is also saved at their canteen so overall the idea is that these projects should return the money in about 4 to 5 years but uh, sometimes you know these numbers uh, depend upon the cost of waste disposal and the cost of energy uh, that the uh, particular setup is incurring so that could that could sort of change or vary but typically yes it's it's uh, less than uh, sometimes even less than 4 years sometimes less than 3 years also uh, when we talk about large kitchens treating food waste and uh, uh, you know wastes that are highly organic in uh, nature so it varies ji i have seen it in panjim goa where they do composting of uh, their organic waste from the markets um, how is it different from that i mean what do you think are the pros of 
the plant that you have compared to a composting plant that is there in near the city um so again uh, you know composting uh, rakeshji is done at different scales you know we have uh, uh, in waste enthusiasts who are composting based on uh, home scale basis as well and uh, there are some products available in the market today that are uh, claiming to compost at uh, mid scale and large scale as as well you know at at high scale uh, also um my uh, personal take as a technologist here is that uh, composting is a great solution when it comes to small scale waste management specifically when we only have vegetable waste um you know when we have let's say even a little bit of food waste wherein you know there is cooked uh, rice or uh, roti or anything that is uh, cooked or starchy that cannot be composted as as well as uh, uh you know the vegetable and the fruit peels can be composted and again when we go higher in scale let's say when we are going at 5 tons or 10 tons scale uh, a lot of composting technologies don't actually work as well as biogas technologies in different ways firstly they are energy intensive like i was mentioning they actually need a lot of heat etc to first dehydrate the waste and then the bacteria works on it and it and it becomes like a uh, either a uh, a 15 day process or a 20 day process to convert this waste into uh, compost and uh, uh, secondly when we look at the returns uh, compost is of course uh, something that can be uh, you know monetized because it can be again utilized for farming or it can be sold and packaged and sold and even um, fortified further but when it comes to large scale biogas plants we get two products that is first of course waste gets managed second biogas gets converted into usable energy and thirdly uh, we again get a bio fertilizer as a by product which is an additional income to the project so i feel that from a technical view point waste handling view point uh, and even when we consider different types of wastes uh, biogas projects and biogas technologies have a higher bandwidth and uh, even from a returns point of view bio biomethanation does better when compared to composting so i'm just you know talking about both of these at large scale and and i've mentioned these points very broadly but there are a lot of technical uh, advantages of using biogas over uh, uh, over composting but at small scale composting works really it, it's it's really a great thing to do see a lot of these trucks and uh, everybody uh waste energy trucks in hyderabad how efficient are those i mean uh, i know here you have one specific kind of waste which uh, gives you a good caloric value and uh, you know your energy quality of energy that's produced is pretty good compared to uh, what do you think about the you know general waste energy plants that are coming around the city now firstly i i feel that you know uh, waste is a very complex um, scenario and uh, cities like ours like a great cities are generating tons and tons of waste every day like for example hyderabad itself generates close to 5000 tons of waste per day it's this number could actually be much higher this is what i know 5000 tons of waste every day uh, and again it's you know completely unsegregated um, mostly unsegregated um, and and uh, i feel that a lot of technologies have to work together to uh, bring about some solution and um, you know prevent the the continuous landfilling that's taking place and um, you know various other uh, unscientific methods of disposal that are taking place so i feel that like uh, composting biomethanation and waste to energy in terms of even incineration these technologies also need to come into play 
uh, and in fact they are getting set up in uh, various cities in india in order to manage um, the complex kind of waste that is collected from around the city so uh, i think uh, when we talk about uh, you know sabji mandis and hotels restaurants where waste is already available um, and it's largely segregated i feel that distributive waste management should take place that is you know transportation of waste to dump sites and then dump sites having to manage this waste becomes a very uh, ugly process at large scale so wherever waste is available and wherever it is possible to set up these uh, projects whether it's composting or, or biogas it should be taken up um, on a, on an immediate basis but uh, on the other hand like i mentioned there are lots there is lots of waste that's being collected from uh, residences uh, industries commercial setups um, and um, uh, you know various other uh, places like even temples and uh, gurudwaras wherein the waste finally gets mixed up with a lot of plastic and uh, other inorganics and it's taken to the dump site now i can tell you uh, as a matter of fact that there is a big waste to energy plant which is being set up in hyderabad it's based on the concept of incineration um and it's a scientific form of incineration where the entire waste can be uh, disposed of altogether to generate electricity uh, almost maybe 15 16 megawatt of electricity i've uh, seen in kota in rajasthan there was a survey that was done where uh, the segregation of waste happens uh, i mean however inefficient that might be because of the kabadi walas or uh, you know rag pickers uh, continuously segregating it from the source i mean right from the source where people are removing their newspapers and uh, selling in smaller cities uh to uh, the dump site uh, even in dump site there are people who are segregating it technically speaking uh, i mean if there's a whole ecosystem that is there uh, what i felt when i've seen this uh, incineration waste energy plants is that the whole system gets one affected uh, instead of making it efficient we are eliminating the system is what i felt uh, to i don't know i mean if the quality of waste is good for generating electricity uh, i mean are the system so efficient that uh, I mean, without you know segregating waste and dry waste without segregating anything if we are burning it is it helpful yeah so uh, this is actually the reality uh, you know the uh, we as as citizens of uh, you know not just india i would say uh, this is a reality in most con- countries even developed countries a lot of developed countries we are we are not very uh, mindful about our waste i think now people are really sort of talking about it and uh, trying to be conscious at individual levels or at uh, their own um, you know uh, i would say commercial levels also wherein they are saying okay let us be uh, responsible about our waste but so coming back to to your question um, so incineration technologies actually have not been very efficient uh in the past you know there have been a lot of issues with pollution like a uh, lot of flue gases lot of ash that gets uh, generated uh, obviously because there is uh, you know a uh, lot of contamination waste is like full of everything um so there have been issues with these incineration plants as well uh, what i have heard or what i come to understand now is that these incineration technologies have improved and uh, the um, flue gases and the ash and various other um, harmful byproducts that are uh, generated in the process of incineration are actually supposed to again be treated before disposal 
like for example uh, a lot of chemical uh, uh, scrubbing uh, etc is being done to these flue gases so that they are not just let out in the air and uh, you know at least uh, uh, some uh, reduction of these uh, harmful gases nox sox etc is worked worked upon and this and until that's done i think uh, the pollution uh, control board does not give a license to set up these incineration uh, plants uh, anymore okay right. but the yeah but but i i feel that yes incineration is uh, like i said the waste is very very complex you know if our cities were to actually segregate um, uh, to a large extent or even if uh, let's say the large waste generators like you have um, there are many examples like you have temples you have uh, uh, hotels restaurants you have uh, these any large kitchen with big canteens etc even if these large generators of waste are to take care of their own wastage and not send it out to 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 dump sites and landfill sites and incinerators that itself would reduce about 20% of the load on the dump sites and uh, that is a huge uh, 20 to 30% perhaps that's a huge saving it's a complex concept of uh, segregation and maybe we cannot achieve it 100% so definitely some uh, waste has to go to dump sites landfilling will continue and incineration etc will be needed to dispose it off but you know if we can at least make uh, large waste waste generators conscious about it and if there can be some mandates that can be given by the government that you know if you're generating more than 100 kgs of waste treat it uh, in your own premises you know don't send it out and if you do you will be charged something so at least there should be some more responsibility which should which should be given uh, to uh, uh, even governments like municipalities like local municipalities um, that you know why don't you let, let's say like in the case of boenpalli these guys are treating their own waste so if uh, all these uh, sabji mandis were to come and come forward and do it it would make a huge difference so yeah i i i feel that yeah that to, at least to some extent this distributive waste management can be adopted can be uh, taken forward and uh, the other uh, technologies should should be loaded at least a little less than they are today the problems would be lesser yeah and you say you have around 10 tons of waste being generated right mostly vegetable waste uh, is there no other better way of uh, you know storing that so that the food doesn't get spoiled Uh, i mean the government's been talking about you know adding refrigerators or uh, not refrigerators what do you call those those rooms cold rooms this cold rooms cold rooms in uh, in mandis if the government is sincere and if those come up uh, would that affect the waste that is required for the plant or how does it yeah. work oh yes i uh, so uh, it's actually a very nice question uh, so a lot of big uh, vegetable markets already have cold rooms and uh, uh, to tell you the fact boinpalli market yard also has a cold room and uh, their cold room runs on biogas <laughs> energy so yeah so uh, cold rooms are definitely in place uh, and uh, i think that uh, more and more cold room uh, facilities uh, should and are being created by the government this is definitely something which is happening but despite uh, 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 that there is still waste generation which is taking place like like i'll, I'll give you a small example uh, there is a 
टमाटर लाइक टोमेटो वेंडर बिग टोमेटो वेंडर हु सिट्स एट बोइनपल्ली एंड टोमेटो यू नो हैज यू नो हैज वेरी लो शेल्फ लाइफ एंड स्पेशली इन द समर्स एक्सेट्रा इट के नॉट इफ यू कम इन द मॉर्निंग टू सेल इट बाई इवनिंग इफ यू के नॉट फिनिश इट अ लॉट ऑफ इट विल स्टार्ट गोइंग बैड so uh, definitely these cold rooms come into play but sometimes uh, even let's say if cold rooms are full or the capacity is uh, uh, not uh, good enough then it it's actually expensive for these guys to actually pick it up and take it back transport it back and bring it back the next day so they prefer to dispose it off they say okay let, let me just sell it at 5 rupees a kg or let me just throw it away because it's going to charge it's going to cost me much more to you know take it back or bring it here and by that time its quality is going to deteriorate so you know there are a lot of gaps uh, but the government surely is working on it i i hope they are uh, at least that's what we see but there are lots of other sabji mandis which don't uh, which are not as organized as boinpalli or right to bazaars so not every mandi would would have uh, this facility uh like for example even boinpalli uh, does not generate 10 tons of waste every day there is a, a, a smaller mandi outside from where the waste is also picked up so there is no uh, cold room uh, facility there so you know that waste definitely gets generated at the end of every day maybe 2 to 3 tons almost every day comes from there and it goes to the project goes to the plant so you said around uh, 400 to 500 units of electricity is produced every day because of this plant right uh can you give an uh, understanding of uh, uh, i mean a, a basic understanding for the listeners on how much would that be i mean so uh, the uh, market uh, yard is utilizing this uh, energy and they have a lot of electrical load for example they have offices so there's a uh, there's a huge lighting load in their office uh they have a cold room system which has uh, almost th- two to three uh, uh air conditioners uh then in the night they have street lights i don't remember the exact number but they have a a, a huge number of street lights and uh, they also have uh, a lot of pumping equipment wherein you know water is pumped from bore wells and you know taken to their tanks etc for their uh, uh, intermediary tanks for utilization so there is a huge amount of uh, like i said lighting load air conditioning load uh, and uh, pumping water pumping load which is being supported by these electri- uh, by these 400 to 500 electrical units every day uh, and uh, just to give a clear idea to the uh, listeners the mandi at the moment is utilizing close to 600 to 700 units and we are generating 200 to 500 so that's that's how much we are able to replace from biogas uh, power and uh, typically you know one electrical unit is uh, uh, 10 to 12 rupees uh, by, charged by the electric electricity department so the mandi is saving if it's 10 rupees also it's saving around uh, you know 5000 rupees every day uh, that's you know that's how the saving comes into play just curious out of curiosity is there like a net metering technology just like solar in it or uh, is it independently consumed by the uh monday itself yeah so here it's independently consumed by the monday there is no net metering being done as in there is no grid connection in this case yeah. uh so the electrical lines are directly laid from the generators biogas generators to their electrical loads and their meters wherever their meters are main uh, meters and uh, there are uh, these uh, switches uh, wherein you know we first utilize our biogas power 
and then whenever the biogas electricity is uh, done whenever we are uh, done with it in a, in a certain day the changeover switches puts it back puts the load back on the electricity board supply so they are just simple changeover switches and direct utilization no grid connection thank you for listening to this episode of climate emergency as independent producers we rely on you our listeners to support us so please visit the contribute page on our website sunoindia.in you can listen to this podcast on our website sunoindia.in or on any other podcast app of your choice